Good afternoon and welcome to another Everyday Recovery Podcast. My name is Jim Lang. I'm the Director of Addiction Recovery Ministries here at America's Keswick. And each week we just want to bring you a devotion that gives you a, a glimpse, a look into uh, some of the material, some of the curriculum that uh, the men of the colony and the women of Barber's Place uh, go through. And so this week at the colony, uh, we were talking about consecration. And uh, simply put, consecration is really just setting yourself apart for God, setting yourself apart uh, for, for God's use. It's a, it's a spiritual preparation for a divine uh, manifestation. And I want to take us uh, to a story in the book of Joshua where we see this happening uh, firsthand. And so uh, uh, the people of Israel have been led out of slavery uh, from Egypt and they, uh, they were supposed to go into the promised land and they, and they doubt God and they don't go into the promised land. And so they, they wander around the desert for 40 years. And, and so finally, uh, they're preparing to, to go into the promised land again, which they failed to do properly the first time. And, and so they need to cross over the, the Jordan River. And, and Joshua is the one leading them. And so Joshua chapter 3 starts out by saying, Joshua started early the next morning and left the Acacia Grove with all the Israelites. They went as far as the Jordan and stayed there before crossing. After three days, the officers went through the camp and commanded the people, when you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God carried by the Levitical priest, you are to break camp and follow it. But keep a distance of about a thousand yards between yourselves and the Ark. Don't go near it so that you can see the way to go, for you haven't traveled this way before. And verse 5 says, Joshua told the people, Consecrate yourselves, because the Lord will do wonders among you tomorrow. And so the pe people are going to spiritually prepare, they're going to set themselves apart for a divine manifestation. So they're, they're coming to the, the Jordan River, and we'll pick up here in uh, verse 14. It says, When the people broke camp to cross the Jordan, the priests carried the Ark of the Covenant ahead of the people. Now the Jordan overflows its bank throughout the harvest season. But as soon as the priests carrying the Ark reached the Jordan, their feet touched the water at its edge and the water flowing downstream stood still, rising up in a mass that extended as far as Adam, a city next to Zarephath. The water flowing downstream into the Sea of Arabah, the Dead Sea, was completely cut off, and the people crossed opposite of Jericho. And so the people prepared themselves for this, this divine manifestation that they were about to see. And the, 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 the Ark of the Covenant was moving towards the river, and the river did not split until the feet of the priest went into the water. And so they spiritually prepared, they, they consecrated themselves uh, to be able to believe God at his word. And this was the, the crossing of the Jordan, the, the water being parted, was letting the people know that God was with them, that God was for them, that they could rely on God, that he was trustworthy. Uh, we'll see a couple chapters later uh, where they, de they, they defeat uh, the city of Jericho, the most fortified city of its time. They don't do it through military might, uh, they do it by marching around the city, which, which would have been, been just an insane battle plan. But because they consecrated themselves, because they, they spiritually prepared, because they saw what God did at the Jordan River, uh, they believed him and they, and they were obedient uh, to what he said. And so how does that, that work out in our lives? How do we consecrate ourselves? How do we set ourselves apart? I think a lot of us uh, kind of find ourselves on this hamster wheel where we're, we're constantly trying to deny ourselves. We're tr uh, constantly trying to 
to, to the sin that we have in our lives. We're trying to put out those fires, and then once we put out those fires, they kind of they kind of flame back up, and we, we just find ourselves in this hamster wheel, so we never really feel like we're walking in newness of life. We never feel like we're actually putting on the new self. And so I love uh, Colossians 3. I think it just gives us a really good blueprint for what this looks like. And so Colossians 3, uh, uh, verse 1, says, So if you've been raised with Christ... And so this is where we need to start. A lot of us, when we're, when we're looking to change behavior, when we're looking to, to modify our lives, we, we just try to focus on that behavior. We try to focus on the sin in our life. And in Colossians here, it's saying, it's starting with, you have been raised with Christ. And so we need to focus on what has been done for us. And it says, seek the things above. And so to, to put to death the sin in our life, to put to death uh, the things that we don't no longer want in our lives, we need to seek the things of above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. In verse 2 he says, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Have a heavenly perspective, have, a, have an eternity perspective. Verse 3 says, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. And so this is where we, we need to start. In, in what Christ has done for us, that the most true thing about us now, if we are believers in Christ, is that we are seated in the heavenly places, that our life is hidden in Christ with God. And then, and then in Colossians 5, in, in light of what he just said, in light of the fact that we're raised with Christ, in light of the fact uh, that we've set our minds on the things of above, he goes, therefore, put to death what belongs to your earthly nature. And so a lot of times I think we, we flip these around and we try to start putting to death all the things in our lives and, and, and we get overwhelmed because we just feel like we're on that hamster wheel and we're gaining no traction. And so when we're consecrating ourselves, we always need to start with setting our minds on the things of above where Christ is. Remembering that we have been raised with Christ, that we have newness of life. And when we set our minds on those things, when we understand what's most true about us, that we are co-heirs with Christ, uh, that we have his resurrection power living with us, then therefore uh, we, can, we can start to put to death the things in our life. And this is a lifelong uh, process uh, of the Christian. We have uh, a sanctification process where we're becoming more and more like Christ and two things are happening simultaneously. Uh, and then the fancy words for that are vivification. Vivification is putting on the new self. It's walking in newness of life and mortification, which is the putting to death of the flesh. And so those two things are happening our whole, the remainder of our whole earthly lives where we're, we're walking in newness of life, vivification, and then we're putting to death the things in our lives that need to be put to death. And that is how we consecrate ourselves. We deny ourselves and we walk in the newness of life. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Uh, if you or anyone uh, you know needs help with addiction, you can give us a call at 732 350 1187. Uh, I'm extension 1041. I'd be happy to talk to, to anyone who needs help and we'll see you next week. Have a great day.